Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirstie. Hey, Kim. So what are your thoughts and feelings about strawberries? I love them. How do you feel about them? Um, well, if I'm being honest, they're, they're not my favorite. Unless <laughs> they're dipped in chocolate. Then I will eat all of them. Of course. I mean, as you should. (laughs) Everything's better with chocolate, right? (laughs) Oh, totally. Absolutely. I Love Strawberries by Shannon Anderson and illustrated by Jacqueline Sinquette is a delightful story told through journal entries. I'm so excited we're featuring this book today. I'm in love with these colorful illustrations and that adorable bunny munchie. We're excited to chat with Shannon, Jacqueline, and their editor, Emma Dryden. Let's talk. Shannon, where did you get the idea for this story? Well, I actually wrote this story over 10 years ago, if you can believe it. Wow. Wow. Um, Yes. And it was when I had my first strawberry patch. So I've had strawberries for a long time. And I wanted to, I kind of got this idea that it would be really cool to write a story that has to do with growing strawberries, but also that has to do with determination because I learned very quickly through growing those strawberries that, you know, there's a lot of care, there are some challenges, and then the harvest, oh my goodness, I had a huge strawberry patch, and so it was backbreaking going out and picking every day, (laughs) 
Um, and then of course the destemming and the slicing to make your pies. And so I thought, well, this would be really um, nice to share for kids who want to maybe grow their own strawberry patch or even other types of foods. And to be able to show not only her determination in growing the strawberries, you know, to harvest, but also I wanted to add a little bit more tension. And so I had it be kind of a challenge for her to convince her parents that she could have it in the first place. It's funny because my, I loved that part. My kids have made like posters. They've written essays. (laughs) One of my daughters wrote a song to convince me to do something for pets and or sleepovers or so that was very realistic. (laughs) I loved it. Yes, definitely. Um, My daughter's, uh, the latest one was a Google slideshow um, to adopt a bunny, like Munchie in the story. (laughs) This is adorable. I think, I I mean, I don't want to play favorites, but I just, I love that bunny. (laughs) So adorable. So Emma, from what we understand, you were not the acquiring editor, but you edited the book. So how did that all work out? What was it about this story that made you want to edit the book and work on it? Sure. So um, the American Farm Bureau Foundation for Agriculture is kind of the parent company of Feeding Minds Press. And the wonderful publisher, Julia, at Feeding Minds Press brought me on as a consulting editor quite a few years ago now. And so Julia and I kind of bounce ideas off each other. And when Julia gets manuscript submissions, um, she kind of culls through them. But if she has an instinct that a project is going to be right for Feeding Minds Press, she will share it with me and ask my opinion from a sort of editorial point of view, a visual point of view, that kind of thing, um, because that's where my expertise is. And so um, when I saw this manuscript and read it, um, my visuals were going over time um, in terms of really appreciating what Shannon just talked about, which is this kind of layering of the story, which is really what makes great picture books is if you can Mm, work on different levels and different layers. And so um, I got very excited, not only about the content, because that's when it's content for Feeding Minds Press in terms of getting the, the farming and the science and the agriculture right, I defer to Julia on that. But in terms of whether I think it's going to be a successful picture book, um, that's what I'm looking at. And so this manuscript just works in terms of this very kind of devoted, dedicated, clever kid, um, the wonderful bunny sidekick. And then what I saw were a lot of really fun, interesting illustration opportunities. And so those were all sort of checking those boxes in terms of me being able to say to Julia, I think this one would really be great to work on as long as her team thinks that it serves their mission. I love that. So interesting. I love that. That's great. So then did you have a hand in the illustrator selection process? I did. Um, Julia has proven herself to be a fantastic illustrator finder. Um, (laughs) So Julia will take the first crack at kind of, uh, she'll make a PDF out of all the art samples that she finds that she thinks could be great for a picture book. 
and then she'll share them with myself and with her art director. And we will just have a Zoom call and go through them and talk about them. And my criteria for this book was we needed the smartest illustrator out there. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Absolutely true. Um, And Jacqueline can speak to this. But what I knew we were going to be getting for this book or what the goal was, was chock full of images of our girl planting the strawberries and tending them, but also her journal. And to have a journal on the pages of a picture book as full and rich as the body of the book, that's a challenge for any illustrator. So we needed a really smart, brilliant illustrator who could see it and do it. And we found that in Jack. Yeah, you did. Uh, yes. Definitely yeah. succeeded. Jacqueline, it's... <laughs> Yeah, there were Thank some samples so in Jacqueline's <laughs> portfolio that made us think that she could do this. And that's why we contacted her. Jacqueline, the illustrations are delightful and beautiful really and so well done. And we want to know what made you say yes to working on this project. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you so much for all those kind words. They're super <laughs> overwhelming. My heart is like pounding. That was so kind to hear. Thank you. Um This book, when it first came in, the first thing that caught me was that it was through the American Farm Bureau. Um, I grew up every summer playing in my dad's gigantic garden in our front lawn. Um, He grows food every summer, so fresh tomatoes and cucumbers. And I mean, I know what it's like to work for food and to reap the rewards of that. So it really spoke to me, um, just hearkening back to my childhood. So I just loved that so much. And then Jolie's character was so full of enthusiasm and and heart and um, just absolutely adorable. So, and then of course I got to draw a bunny. So how am I going to pass on (laughs) Munchie? I loved it. I loved it so much. And I love lettering. So the unique challenge of incorporating the journal, which is almost like a second primary character in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So definitely a challenge, like a huge challenge, because you've got this narrative illustration going on that needs to speak clearly. And then you've got, you know, the journal, which has its own voice and personality that has to also read, but not compete with the narrative. So um, I was really into that challenge and couldn't wait to dive into trying to solve that visually. So. Definitely had to take it on. You did such I a good job. Jacqueline was smart. <laughs> <laughs> she got it right away. Oh, thank you so much. It's just really stunning. We're, we're going to gush more about your art in just a minute. Oh my gosh. But- <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Shannon, so speaking of this journal, we love that format. It feels like such a smart choice because you do have to show in the story this, you know, passage of time, right? And so it feels like a really smart choice to be able to do that. And you know, was that something that was in the first draft or was that something that came in revision? What was your writing process like? I was always since second grade, a diary and journal writer. I loved always having, I mean, and I still have all of them in my bedstand drawer. Wow. Um, yes. And I, I still to this day like to journal. And um, when I taught, I was a, a, an elementary teacher for 25 years. And especially when I taught first grade, I would introduce journaling and writing in a diary to little kids and hoping to spark an interest in wanting to do that. And so I really wanted this character to be writing in a journal or a diary to possibly inspire kids to see how that helps. I mean, each time she's listing her missions to try to convince her parents or her missions to keep the birds away from her berries, all different things like that. But then it was also an intentional decision to have the dates match the life cycle, the growing cycle of the strawberries, the types of strawberries that I had. And so, um, yeah, I tried to combine all of that together so that it would work and have a narrative stream as well. So it wasn't just reading the diary, because there are some books like that that are only diary. But I wanted to also have a story going on at the same time. And, um, you know, like everyone has said, Jacqueline just totally nailed it. And I love how beautiful and, um, you know, she has like extra stickers and drawings and doodles and putting in, you know, like just little extra things that add so much fun to it. And what I loved is that's what I used to do in mine. And I used to write little poems and things. And so I got one of those in there. And um, yes, I just, that was the biggest part was trying to incorporate the journaling as well as the narrative and also leave space for her to do illustrations besides the journal. Love it. So Emma, what was the editing process like for this story? In terms of sort of keeping a a picture book manuscript short, clear, and the ultimate goal, and this is something that was fun for me to work with Shannon, who has published many picture books, is she knows that it's important to leave a lot unsaid to allow the illustrator to do a lot of that work in the pictures. That's really the mark and success of a, of a terrific picture book is less is more is really right. the guiding line um, in terms of creating a text. This 
book again works on a couple of different levels. So I, as an editor, was looking at the main text and kind of editing that first. And I do this for myself first. Shannon doesn't see all my scribbles all over the page. <laughs> um, but I'm sort of thinking through how does this story flow without the journal? And then I looked at the journal entries and literally drew like marks around them so they would stand out differently from the text and um, looked at how the journal entries flowed as well and paid a lot of attention to the voice and the sense of humor that was being used in the journal as opposed to the main body of the text. And, and that again is something that's really fun to have worked on editorially and also to see it come to life with Jacqueline's art is that Jolie has a sense of humor and a bit of a snark to her, <laughs> but she's not going to show that to her parents, right. but she shows it to us in the journal. Um, and so the editing process, and Shannon, you correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there were a lot of sort of slashes and, and omissions and lots and lots of editorial comments, but it was more kind of, um, I was suggesting ways that we might clarify something or maybe instead of having that information in the narrative, we put it in the journal or vice versa. And my process always just to kind of raise the question for the author to contemplate and consider. It's ultimately Shannon's work, not mine. Um, but, um, you know, I bring that kind of eye to it and always thinking about what the potential art was going to be. Um, so let's make sure we have Munchie in there somewhere, whether it's the journal or the, or the main body of the text, that kind of thing. So. And one thing that was super helpful that Emma did was um, from the start, she mentioned like boxing out what was in the journal. And that was one part that I was kind of trying to figure out, you know, how do I show this, you know, like kind of so that, illustrator can understand what's going on and also to separate it from the narrative. And as soon as she did that, I was like, oh, of course. And then that helped so much to be able to keep going on it. So you mean like when you formatted it on the page? Yes. Awesome. yes. Okay. Yeah. The I manuscript mean, came to me all just as typed out text. Okay. And I think Shannon, you would put a note saying journal entry or something mm -hmm. to that effect. And for me, I needed to make it even more visual as we were editing it because we had no, we did not have the benefit of any pictures at that point, mm -hmm. all just in our heads. Um, so yeah, I literally just took the Word document and created black boxes um, <laughs> around the journal entries, and we worked in those boxes going forward. So it helped me as much as it helped you, Shannon, I think. <laughs> Well, that's a great tip for anyone who, you know, might be looking to format a book in a similar way. Um, that I, I know there's always questions for formatting when it's not just like a, a straight narrative text. Jacqueline, okay, we get to gush more about you and your art. The color palette, the spread layouts, munchie. I mean, there's just so much to see and it's all amazing. We love it. Can you share with us, how did you create this amazing art for this book? Oh my gosh. Well, uh, it started with researching strawberries. Um, I got to speak to an actual strawberry farmer and learn about the process a little bit. So I love to dive into the subject before I'm illustrating it 
you really need to have like a foundation of knowledge to work from because it's, it's really important in this one that there's a lot of accuracy because it really is educational, uh, deeply educational. So I uh, started that way and then lots of drawing of strawberries. <laughs> um, I wanted the palette to be really juicy and fresh and vibrant. I like summertime. <laughs> just, you know, I hope that comes across. I don't know. Oh, definitely. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, um, the biggest challenge for sure, obviously, was that the laying of things out with the journal. We were talking about you know, boxing out that text in the manuscript. And it's very much the same thing in illustrating it um, and wanting that the flow of the way your eye moves across the, the two page spread, how you're reading those words, the order that you read the words matters, the consistency, the size of the lettering on the journal. You know, there were a lot of technical aspects that had to be on point, but then I didn't want it to get boring or stale, you know, the same layout over and over again, the same ripped page of a journal or open page of a journal. So I tried to really, you know, variegate what you were looking at um, to keep it fresh and lively and like juicy, like a strawberry. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so And perfect. it was mostly digital, mostly digital illustrations. So I always incorporate some uh, watercolor and actual painting textures, but for the most part, this one was, was fully digital. Well, so beautiful. we love it. Uh, uh, do you have any tips for authors and illustrators? I do. And Shannon is my poster child, I think, for this tip, Yay. which is persevere. <laughs> I mean, I hope that listeners really heard that Shannon wrote this manuscript, what, over 10 years ago. And I'm assuming, and Shannon, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that it was out there on submission and it wasn't getting picked up for one reason or another. It happens all the time. Authors need to understand that. It's not that the manuscript is no good. It's that for one reason or another, it's not resonating with an editor. Um, it doesn't sort of fit with the list that, that it's been sent to for any number of reasons. It, it didn't kind of find that home. But the fact that Shannon was paying attention and to opportunities out there, Feeding Minds Press is not that old. It was established only several years ago. So there here comes Feeding Minds Press with its very specific uh, requirements and mission. And Shannon clearly thought that maybe this old manuscript might now find a, a home. And indeed it did. So this reminder to persevere, not give up, um, never just focus on one manuscript only, have a <laughs> lot of manuscripts written and in progress. And if one has to be put on a shelf for a while or 10 years, so be it, that can happen. Uh, not the only story that I've heard of like this, well, where it finds the right home. Actually, I have a book coming out in June that I wrote 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> there so, you go. Exact same Tens story. Magic number. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> There you go. And then my my last bit of advice for this call is uh, for illustrators to be smart. <laughs> like Jacqueline, um, you know, manuscripts come where you just want to sort of have a real flexibility when you first see it and think about it and craft it and sketch it um, and just be open to opportunities. Um so I think 
sort of flexibility and perseverance, I think are probably my, my two sort of go-to words right now for authors and illustrators working in the business. So important. That's yeah. great. That's really great. Jacqueline, any, any tips for illustrators? For sure. Um, well, the, authors the one on, too. Yeah. Illust- or from illustrator your point authors. of view. Right. right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, so what I'm going to say is that if the project is not a wholehearted yes, please absolutely don't take it. Only take projects that speak to your your soul, your creative passion, because that comes across in the story. And because you're going to sit with this story a long time and you want to be able to pour yourself into it. And if it doesn't align with you creatively, it's not the right fit for you. And it's meant for someone else who will pour themselves into it. So- oh, I love that. That's beautiful. I'm feeling so inspired. This is wonderful. (laughs) What about you, Shannon? I took this story with me to my very first writing Mm -hmm. conference on St. Simon Island. And I won first place with this story, but I just could not find the right fit for the publishing house. And so there were years that it sat in a drawer literally for a year or two. I would pull it back out. I tried making it into a chapter book. I tried all different variations. Mm -hmm. And so this is a story that I like to share with when I'm teaching picture book writing classes. I like to share with other authors as inspiration that, you know, it's okay if it hasn't sold this year or in five years, because sometimes it takes even longer than that, but it's all about, you know, sticking. If you believe in it, then you need to keep sticking with it. Right. So our last question is when someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? And Emma, we'll start with you. I'm not a huge fan of kids having to learn something from a picture book, but I am a huge fan of kids feeling something when they read and experience and live in a picture book. I would hope that kids will be inspired to lure their parents into agreeing (laughs) to let them plant strawberries. (laughs) How about you, Jacqueline? What do you hope they feel or learn when they read this book? I'm definitely hoping that kids will ask where their food comes from more often. You know, they'll look at their plate and they'll wonder <laughs> using this book, this book to introduce the process. I mean, um, what we eat is a huge part of our life. So I love that um, for children. And I also hope that the exuberance of the main character just leaves them with an excitement and, and just a joy. Cause I think the book has a lot of really positive energy in it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And Shannon, how about you? Well, I hope that kids, again, enjoy the story. I hope they learn about how to grow their own food. I hope they learn the science of it, but I also hope that they are inspired by the journaling and that that might you know, be something they would consider doing on their own. A big thank you to Shannon, Jacqueline, and Emma for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for I Love Strawberries. Check out the show notes to learn more about Shannon and Jacqueline and their other fabulous work. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you won't miss an episode. And we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening and happy happy looking. looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirstie Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.